Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We coming to age time. Let's get to work in, man. Let's go. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Wednesday to all of you. Nice to be with you. Appreciate you getting up with us. We are with you till... 10 a.m. this morning. My name is Sean Pendergast. His name is Seth Payne. How you doing this morning, my friend? I'm I'm good. I'm uh, I find myself excited that all the head coaching slots have been filled, and that um, and that I feel now now I can just release all my uh, disgust, disdain, hatred, uh, just a, a flat out non acknowledgement of these other coaching candidates who uh, missed out on the opportunity to coach the Texans. That's Shane right. Steichen, you can go die. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, go die. Yep. Uh, I would say go die to Sean Payton, but he's closer to death than those two. Yeah, so that might jinx it. It some things. Like that's, be, that's bad yeah. mojo to do that, I would say, yeah. I don't wish Frank Reich would go die. I seem, He seems like a genuinely <laughs> decent dude, but luckily uh, the team that he played for is owned by such an inept, haphazard clown that uh somehow frank reich was to blame for them not getting a quarterback for four straight years so yeah, anyway, uh, yeah. uh frank reich gets to live he gets to live okay okay so the yeah. the frank reich does not get the seth Payne spell cast on him I, i'll i'll say this yeah and, and for those who missed it yesterday jonathan gannon officially officially arizona cardinals head coach he gave a rousing social media announcement of his hire yesterday what's up bird gang Jonathan Gannon, your new head coach, Arizona Cardinals. Ready to get to work. Buckle up. We're going to have some fun. Mm, yeah. See you soon. All right. We'll see yeah. you soon, too. Yeah. We'll see him Buckle next year. Up. I I will see you soon as well, coach. Right. I right. would. Okay, Bird Gang. <laughs> Look. It, tell me Bird Gang doesn't sound like an Eagles something or it other. Does. I mean, it does. It yeah. does. You don't get to go from one bird team to the next and just keep invoking the bird because everybody knows you're thinking about that old bird. Right. You're thinking about the bald eagle. Right. You got right. a picture of the bald eagle slapped to the back of that cardinal's head. <laughs> you got and you. You're, uh, yeah, and, you're, and that's what you're fantasizing yeah. about. Not this stupid cardinal. Can't wait till he accidentally says Jeffrey Lurie's name when he means Michael Bidwell. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, so uh, Cardinals, uh, by the way, I know this because of Valentine's Day. Yeah. Cardinals mate for life. Very romantic. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Did you just find Paul this out? Paul Ego just does what he wants. Did you just find this out yesterday? Uh, no, I, I've known it for a little while. Like leading up to Valentine's Day, I read oh, some. Gotcha. But I do. Well, I know I Drew Hodgson and I did a podcast about monogamy and just kind of the peculiarity that is monogamy. But it is interesting in the animal kingdom. It's kind of like, hey, these these animals mate for life. And you're like, wow, like they're true to each other. No. 
Not necessarily. <laughs> Are you going to tell the lion what to do? <laughs> they're, they're too. Listen, they just don't want to hassle with a divorce. Right. But they kind of, you know, they go, you know, they do what they're going to do uh, no, when the, the, the other one's away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the untold story of the animal kingdom, the expense of animal lawyers. Yes, they're very, yeah. very expensive. <laughs> Um, so, so that Jonathan Gannon is the Arizona Cardinals head coach and they we'll, we'll get to Shane Steichen's press conference yesterday. That was a doozy, not necessarily because of Shane Steichen, um, because of Jim Irsay. We'll get to that later on this hour. Um, but so we just played Gannon's video there and, and we're just having some fun with it. It's a 10 second video where he appears to be very, um, buttoned up. Um, what would we be saying if he was saying go Texans in that video. Like if Jonathan Gannon did that video, but he was the Texans head coach, yeah. would we be poking fun at it like we are right now? Or would we be saying, uh, you know no, what, probably not. DC no. for our squad, he's good Sean, DC, yeah. Sean, if you're nervous that somebody on the text line is going to accuse us of hypocrisy, uh, buckle up. As she, as, I know, I'm not worried As now Jonathan it. Gannon is being credited with coming up with that term somehow. I, I'm, I'm, uh, that's, that's absurd, you yeah. idiots. That's been around forever. Um, <laughs> buckle up, no. Going to be a... Going to be some inconsistency for me today because this is what happens. I roll with my team, okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't. So, so no. If um, if Gannon were here, though, it wouldn't be the same jubilation that I felt with D'Amico Ryan. No, did, for sure. I, no. I did feel. I mean, I was pretty open about that. I felt like D'Amico of all the candidates had the actual right head coaching stuff. The other guys have the right coordinating stuff. But as we know, that's sometimes different. So I don't know, Steichen, I don't want to talk too much crap about Steichen because after he rolls out of Indianapolis in a couple of years, he might end up being the guy that we use to replace Bobby Slowick at offensive coordinator. Could be. After uh, one or two Super Bowls, Slowick like, might get a chance. I like know? where your head's at. That we're already yeah. replacing coordinators on the staff because they were so good and we're replacing them with head coaches that just got hired in the division. I like where yeah. your head's at, Seth Payne. Um, I don't think this is a homer take at all that I'm about to give you here. I think D'Amico Ryans is the best hire of this cycle now that the book is closed on it. I think yeah. he's he is an A and I think I think a lot of I think all four of these other teams would love to have hired D'Amico Ryans instead of the guy that they ended up hiring. Yeah, I think that if you think about Mike Vrabel or Mike Tomlin, those are both guys that stirred emotions in the owners somehow to where they, they felt, okay, wow, all right, this guy's got something a little bit different. This guy's got sand. And and I think you look at various other coaches through the years, and there have been certain guys like that that just kind of check off a whole lot of boxes on the intangible side of things. And that's that's something to get excited about. Like, it's okay to get excited. In this hyper-analytical age, it is still okay to remember that, man, one of the reasons the 49ers' defense was so good wasn't just the scheme or the play calling or the technique. It was that they just wanted to flat-out murder and destroy the opponent, like physically intimidate and embarrass them. And D'Amico Ryans, when he's spoken about this as a coordinator, would just talk about how that's, that's the standard, and they – take in guys who have that attitude. And I think that that's something that between D'Amico and Nick Casario, hopefully you start really seeing a lot of that. I think Christian Harris has that kind of attitude. Mm -hmm. I think Christian Harris wants to go out and intimidate and embarrass people. Yep. You just want as many people as possible on your team that really um, have antisocial behavior when they're on a football field. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. To, like with the draft this year, I'll be more in tune than ever on the highlight reels they show of the guys they draft. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not talking like – 
first round. I mean, obviously, first round picks are going to be way tuned in on that, and hopefully, one of them's a quarterback. But like in the second, third, fourth round, like when they drafted Damian Pierce last year, the first highlight they show is him running through three guys and losing his helmet and still right. running with the football, like that right. kind of thing. Are we going to see a bunch of dudes who are laying guys out? You know, yeah. like who are who are dogs? Yeah, yeah. we want dogs. Yeah. So um, I, I know that. Shane Sykin does some kind of parlor trick where he calls plays without a call sheet or something. And I know that excited Jim Ursay because Ursay can barely keep his daily meds straight without, right. you know, three different journals telling him what to take. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it's a nice little parlor trick you got there. Okay. We're going to hire Fitzpatrick's kid to come in and be the offensive coordinator <laughs> now because he, because he did some math tricks for us. <laughs> in the the analytics. He's going to head up the analytics department because yeah, he yeah. can do Chisenbop or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> what's Chisenbop? That's that math they do where you, you put your fingers on the counter and and there's a it's look it up it's a like a an old chisenbop chisenbop yeah yeah oh. yeah yeah it's an old school way of doing math i, I don't know how to oh, do really? it oh really yeah like a yeah. finger calculator like a finger yeah 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 you know, and, and the text finger page, calculator text page am i off on this chisenbop am i you off you know what on finger this? calculator i need Sean? this right here numero uno <laughs> that's right that's all i need that's how that that's how that's how we uh, Seth's flipping me the bird right now if, yeah, <laughs> that's my index finger <laughs> oh, oh if yeah you ain't first you're last <laughs> was, that's logic i had a bad angle I thought it was your middle finger. You're... Anybody tells you that's not sound logic is a liar. That's right. That's right. Tommy. <laughs> uh, text, the texts are coming in on the trailer wheel and frame text page trailer early. Wheel and frame. 3876. Clint Sterner disagrees with you. He has Ryan's number three. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's... I was on with them yesterday. They didn't tell me that at the time. Right. I put oh. D'Amico number one. I put Gannon number two. I put uh, Meatbag Stuffed Shirt. Steichen, number three, and I put Sean Payton dead last. He's a money-grabbing whore I out have... there. Yeah, like, listen, listen to what happens. A prostitute does not respect the John or fall in love with him because he spends the most money. She just sees more opportunity. So what Payton does is he gets up there at his press conference. He talks... I watched the entire Sean Payton press conference. Two-thirds of it was him talking about how awesome it was at New Orleans. Yes. And, um, frankly, like he probably had to stifle himself a couple times in saying, I mean, <laughs> these Walmart people are spending, giving me a lot of money. Yes. A lot of money. So, uh, yeah, just by, by pure intentions alone or lack of pureness of intentions, I will uh, rank Sean Payton last. I, I agree. I, I'm actually doing a report card on these hires for the Houston Press, and I have Sean Payton fifth of the five hires. I agree with you. Listen, listen, this, this notion that you somehow have to hire an offensive coach because you've got to have an offensive coordinator to have a good offense. It's, it's such mediocre, meek, like – uh, middle of the pack mentality. It's it's like worrying about the downside. Yeah. It's worrying about all these other things instead. Of, so you don't give yourself uh, you don't give yourself a chance if you cut yourself off at the knees by saying no. We have to hire an offensive coach because that's how you get a good offense, don't you know? And it's all offense these days. That's BS. All right, I it's, like it. No, you go for the best damn head coach. And sometimes there aren't ones available. So, yeah, by all means, hire the best offensive coach in that circumstance. But it's like I'm not going to sit here and act like it was a mistake to hire Bill Belichick, a mistake to hire Pete Carroll, a mistake to hire Mike Tomlin. What the hell is that logic? Right. Are those the three dumbest teams in the league for having made no. those hires at some time? <laughs> three it's the, the most absurd. So people will say, well, yeah, I'm playing the odds there. Right. You're playing the odds because what you're shooting for is being slightly above average. Go screw yourself with that mentality. Right. It's absurd. It's yeah. loser talk. Seth is fired up, oh. man. Six six eleven in the morning, and Seth is already off the chain. I like it.
All right. it, it really is, though. No, honestly, if you catch yourself thinking that way, you're thinking like somebody that just wants to be, I'd, I'd like to really be a B-plus student. Yeah. Then I'll get into a. I'll get into some schools that I probably want to totally. go to. Maybe if I apply to enough of them, every now and then I'll get into one that I shouldn't. It's loser talk. Stop it. Cut, arrest yourself right now. Text, uh, text, or text in. I, did, I didn't get to hear Clint's rankings of the coaches. If he had Sean Payton one or two, his rankings are invalid. If he had Sean Payton ahead of D'Amico Ryan's, Clint Sterner invalidated with his rankings, um, and I suspect he may have because he likes Sean Payton. He was in the building. Sean with Payton's him. a withered old man. Yes, he'll die on the vine out in Denver. He'll wither up in that dry air. He his will. eyes will crust over. That air yeah. is so dry. All right, today is um, we're going to get to Shane Steichen's press conference at the bottom of the hour because there was a little salvo. I think the Texans are probably listening to today, maybe chuckling at it from Jim Irsay. We'll see. Um, but today is D Day. Derek Carr Day, and actually yesterday was. The Raiders oh. released him. Today was the deadline. He's no longer a Raider. Where does Derek Carr, where should Derek Carr go? I've got a, a thought on a couple of places and the reason why. We'll get to that next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, good to be with you, Payne and Pendergast, Sports Radio 610. Derek Carr, today was the uh, deadline for his release from the uh, Raiders. That has been taken <laughs> care of. <laughs> Sounds like off. he's going to be released from prison. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Today's the day back in Oakland, it is hard to from... discern the difference between the two, a prison yeah. and a Raiders game. Las Vegas would be the coolest prison ever. Um, We're sending you to do hard time in Nevada. Yeah. One of those work camps? No, nope. the Bellagio. <laughs> Caesars. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, there was an interesting article yesterday on The Athletic about Derek Carr, uh, knowing that he's no longer going to be a Raider, and talking about it's a weird dynamic because Carr empirically, and I think just with the eye test, is certainly in the upper half of quarterbacks in the NFL – um, you know, probably somewhere between 10 and 15 somewhere. Like he's a good, solid NFL quarterback. It's not resulted in, in any success in the postseason. He's only played in one playoff game in his entire career. I think some of that is due to Derek Carr, as clearly the Raiders think that as well because he's no longer a Raider. Um, but he didn't get a ton of support 
defensively. They had some horrible, horrible drafts. I mean, horrible drafts with John Gruden and Mike Mayock in the building there. So it's not all Derek Carr's fault. This is probably a good thing that they're making a split here. I guess there were some Raider fans that when Derek Carr chose to exercise his no-trade clause so that they would release him and he could become a free agent, yeah. there were some Raider fans that felt betrayed by Derek Carr that he wouldn't accept a trade so that the Raiders could at least get something for him in return. Like, you always, yeah, that's, uh, you even said you would retire if you never played for the Raiders ever again. Like, Yeah, okay. this is where, I mean, Raiders fans got to realize and recognize that this is Josh McDaniels flat out doesn't want Derek Carr. Yes. And um, Josh McDaniels, why, of course you would trust him. I mean, at one point he decided that either uh, Tim Tebow or uh, what's-his-face there, the prematurely balding fella, would be better than Jay Cutler. So, I mean, what could you do with Jay Cutler? Right. <laughs> no physical talent there. My God. Right. Um, so whether it's Bill O'Brien or Josh McDaniels or whoever else, some of these young coaches believe that, like, oh, well, no, this guy, this guy doesn't, cut, this guy doesn't pass muster, not yeah. for what I need. Um, the, the, there's one stat about Derek Carr that probably surprises some people, and this was big last year in the offseason, was that like it, the top five fourth-quarter comeback leaders since 2015 at the end of the 2022 season, mm-hmm. Derek Carr with 23 fourth-quarter comebacks was at the top of the list. Wow, okay. Ahead of Matt Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger, Ryan Tannehill – and Russell Wilson. Okay. So it was, I mean, there's a, there's a clutch element to Derek Carr that I think that, I think sometimes we don't want to admit or accept just because I, he's, he's steady. He followed a normal and traditional court arc of improvement, and yeah. we don't like that these days. We need you to come out of the gun rookie of the year. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was a slow starter for sure. Um, his I, I think you can clearly tell from both sides. Like, there's neither side that seems to be crying. Lovey Smith put it best. He, sometimes I think, divorce is a good I thing. Think sometimes divorce is a good thing. This is one of those cases for both sides. Yeah. This uh, this article in the Athletic though, Seth, by uh, Vic Tafour, who is the Raiders beat writer, had a little nugget in here that was good. Some dirt. Quote: It's been leaked that Carr wasn't tough enough to hang in the pocket or play well in cold weather. Ooh, End yeah. quote. I like mm. stuff like that. Stuff getting leaked about how how untough he is. Supposedly, remember, and then you remember a couple years ago too. At the end of the season, he got he got shelled in a game a few times, and there was a conspiracy theory that the offensive line were were giving lookout blocks. That's when that's when when you're like, hey, look out! Um, (laughs) There was that. The fact, okay. Whether or not that's true, and I'm guessing that's untrue because like offensive linemen don't like putting bad film on themselves out there generally, even if they despise their quarterback. So um, is, there, uh, <laughs> is there a chance that at least with so much smoke about things like that, not to mention with his sometimes ostentation or sometimes his um, – I like awkward displays of emotion. Yeah. Crying and yet with no tears, these types of things at yep. press conferences. Yeah, maybe there is a little bit of fraudulence to his game. Maybe, maybe. I um I think the best spot for Derek Carr, a lot of people are tying him to the Jets, um, because they you know, they've got a really good defense, they're ready to win, they they want a quarterback. I think the Jets are gonna wait and see how the Aaron Rodgers thing plays out. And Derek Carr's made it clear he's gonna take his time as well. He's not signing somewhere tomorrow. Um I think his best bet for immediate success is to sign somewhere in the NFC South. I think Derek Carr, all four of those teams could use a quarterback, and whoever gets Derek Carr might be the difference, at least in 2023, 
as to who wins the division and who doesn't win the division. The four starting quarterbacks in that division right now are, by depth chart, Kyle Trask, Matt Corral, uh, I guess Jameis. Is Jameis still on the Saints? I have no idea. But yeah, whoever he is. is yeah. he? Okay, he so a two-year deal. Okay, yeah. so Jameis Winston. And and then and I think Derek Carr's a better quarterback than Jameis Winston, for the record. And then I guess Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. Any of those four teams. Derek Carr would be, for sure, a top-five quarterback in the NFC. Maybe even top three. Jeez. I, I, when you, you, I, I mean, I kind of went through the list, Seth. The only, yeah. ones I can def- the only ones in the NFC right now that I can definitively say are better than Derek Carr, definitively, are Jalen Hurts and Aaron Rodgers. That's it. I, oh, can you say Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers is better than Derek Carr. I, I mean, okay. I, I, is it definitive? He's 40. He's 40. Like, there are a lot of excuses you can make for this past season, but he is 40. Right now, he if had you, a, statistically if, and, and performance-wise, he was worse than, uh, than Derek Carr this I, year. I get it. They're both kind of on the market, and my guess is teams that need a quarterback would take – well, I mean, the drama is what makes – I think Aaron Rodgers is a more talented, better quarterback than Carr. There's a lot more baggage that comes with Rodgers. So if we're counting that, then yeah. that's the Right. Main... I, I just – I guess I, definitive is where I'd argue with it. And yeah, yeah a, a team might give Derek Carr or um, Aaron Rodgers a lot of money, but a team gave Russell Wilson a lot of money too. Yeah. Um, I just don't think – I think teams are in denial sometimes about when guys hit the decline. And Aaron Rodgers – Aaron Rodgers is 40. And, yes, he did not have a Devontae Adams, but that doesn't necessarily excuse him having one of the worst quarterback performances of the season. So um, I, so I would go as far as to say is there's Jalen Hurts and then definitively better than Derek Carr in the NFC right now. Yeah. Even if Aaron Rodgers remains right there, where are you I'm on, not so where, sure. Where are you on Dak? Oh, yeah, Dak. I would put Dak above him. You would? That's yeah, interesting. I, so you would definitely so you you're you emphatically put Dak above him, but Aaron Rodgers, you're you're up in the air on right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Dak. There was just Dak. There was some bad luck with his interceptions this year, and obviously his play at the end of the year was bad. Yeah. I think if you look at the sum total of how he played, you could you could write off the interceptions perhaps as some part fluke until the end of the year when he just looked dumb. But um, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the NFC. <laughs> I mean, my take feels less about Derek Carr and more like, wow, the, the NFC is is in rough shape quarterback wise right now. Kyler Murray, yeah, I mean, Matthew Stafford. What, what's yeah. he you now? I mean, he's banged up all year. Healthy okay. Matthew. Healthy Matthew Stafford is probably definitively better than Derek Carr. Right, but he's but he's not 40, healthy. Right? How old is he too? Right? Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, it's, it's like any of these older athletes. I get tired of people saying, "Well, yeah, but he was injured." Like you know, not when they're forty, you don't get to say, "Well, but he was injured." That's what happens when you're forty. Yep. I was like, people kept trying to make excuses for Kobe at the end of his career. It's like, yeah, he's old and he had an Achilles tendon. Of course, no, this is who he is. It's not. There is no. If it weren't for the injury, the 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 fact of the matter is, this is what's going to keep happening. No, I agree. That's why I don't have Stafford ahead of him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If Stafford were healthy, about, I would put him ahead. Huh? Sam Darnold? <laughs> Isn't Sam Darnold or Marcus Mariota? <laughs> My God. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad in the <laughs> NFC right now. And, and the flip side is, the AFC, really, really tough right now. All right. Um, Shane Steichen was introduced as the Indianapolis Colts head coach yesterday. You may say, why do we care about the Colts? Well, one, they're in our division. Two... Jim Ursay spoke at this press conference, and oftentimes I would say what he said is gamesmanship, but Ursay strikes me as somebody who sits down at a poker table and shows you his hand right as soon as he, look at these pocket aces that I have here. Uh, Jim Ursay showing his cards yesterday at the Steichen intro presser. You will not want to miss this if you're a Texan fan wanting a quarterback. That is next. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you. All right, Shane Steichen was interviewed as the Colts head or interviewed, uh, introduced and interviewed. Um, as he was the, interviewed. He was interviewed extensively by the media. They talked about how awesome the interview was. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, true. He was interviewed for the job, and then the media yeah. fired questions at him yesterday. I, I talked on about a four to one ratio. I felt like he listened to all my questions and then my answers to my own questions yeah. very well. Ursay yeah. would be that media member if he ever had his own show. He would be the guy who asks ninety second questions. That guy. When, <laughs> When Shane Steichen asked me to see my collection of guitar picks, I knew he was the guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you're joking, but I feel like that was like 20% of the reason people get jobs there. So this was an interesting press conference. We're, we're going to get to the money quote here in just a second where Jim Ursay basically takes his cards and turns them around and shows everybody at the table. Um, but this was the, the first thing that I saw on Twitter – was Jim Irsay just casually dropping in, pops possibly, possibly, why Shane Steichen made so much sense um, because of their quarterback plans for the upcoming offseason? What we learned um, in the end was that we just felt that, that Shane um, had 
a lot of that offensive magic, which is hard to find in this league. It's offense, in my mind, can be a little more complex and takes a longer time to develop, uh, knowing that we're going to have to find a young quarterback to develop. Um, that's a key factor. But he had to show the leadership. He had to show that he had a presence. And, and boy, did, did he um, come through in that with, with his interview. Okay, so there, there's two things going on here, Seth. There's two things going on in that quote. One we'll get to in a second, which is um, Jim Irsay basically saying that offense is the reason we hired Shane Steigen. That's, just put that to the side. He directly mentions that they're going to be developing a young quarterback. Yeah, that's what knowing that we have to find a young quarterback. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so so I'm gonna I'm gonna end up disagreeing with you on a couple of these things, but I think I agree with you there. I think in that moment, because in, in his mind, he was in you know interview mode and recounting the interview. Yeah, that I don't think he was in draft mode, and and I think he kind of played that hand a little bit there. That okay, yeah, we want a young guy. We want yep. we don't want to. They've been messing around with old retreads for four years now. Yeah, they've got to they've got to find somebody young. They, yeah. That's not a secret. They need to find somebody young. Yeah. I thought it was interesting if you watch the press conference and go find that quote. Go watch Ursay. Watch Ursay saying that. When he yep. says that developing a young quarterback thing, Ballard, Chris Ballard, the GM who's sitting to Ursay's left, his head immediately shoots and looks at Ursay. Immediately. Like, go look. It shoots 90 degrees, looks Boy, right at him okay. when he says that. Yeah, but see, now I want to give – I'd like to think Ballard is actually pretty smart and crafty. So for him to openly show his emotion like that, I feel like that might be a little bit of smoke added Could be. To it too. I'm, just, I'm, I, I'm I merely describing what everything. I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, this was interesting, though, because uh, we're going to get to the money quote here in a okay. second. But but Ursay saying that offense was the reason. Offense is about magic. Offense is you know what the game is all about. So all the things, developing a young quarterback. Ballard was asked right after that. So was handling quarterbacks important in picking Shane Steichen? Is it an added bonus? Yes. Um, was it the final defining factor? No. Um, we went into this. We wanted to get the best fit for us and for the Colts organization. And, and Shane fit that. And now that, you know, I mean, look, we interviewed from defense to offense to special teams. I mean, we had a root from young to older. I mean, we had a very diverse group here. And. Shane kind of checked all the boxes. Okay, so that was, I mean, that was a, another form of the question where Ursay said that was the defining thing, his ability to handle quarterbacks and construct an offense. Ballard kind of tamped it back a little bit and said it wasn't the, the deciding thing. It certainly helped yeah. him. He checked all the boxes. I feel like Ballard, and we're going to hear this in the next cut, I feel like Ballard sits at these press conferences with Ursay and inside, in his mind, is rolling his eyes a lot, is thinking, shut up, Jim. Shut up, Jim. Yeah. Be quiet, Jim. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I tend to think that, yes, he thinks that, and understandably so. But I also think uh, with the Colts, there's some value sometimes in just having a guy who's perceived as so erratic in Jim Ursay that you really can't deduce exactly what he's thinking. Yeah. So like, sometimes that's a, the most dangerous thing is somebody that's unpredictable sometimes. So I think Ballard's overthinking it a little bit. Okay. I think, that, I think the fact once they, once people start talking about it, they'll convince themselves eight different ways which way people are, which, which, which uh, direction a team is going in the draft. All right, here's the one that had everybody talking yesterday from Jim Irsay, where he makes direct mention of one of the specific quarterbacks in this draft, this is Jim Irsay taking his cards at the poker table in the eyes of many and turning them around and showing them to everybody. 
we're not hiding, you know, no one can shy away from the fact what quarterback means in this league and how we have to look going forward where, where Shane and Chris really, you know, dig into this draft and really see where you're at. Do you stay put? Do you trade up? You know, there, there's many things you can do. Uh, they took Jalen in the second round. So, trade um, back. yeah, trade back. So, um, he likes that'll picks. Be a, that'll be a Twitter freaking quote. <laughs> he, he likes picks. Uh, 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 Although the Alabama guy doesn't look bad, I tell you. Um, but uh, uh, it'll, be, it'll be exciting, and I think that shows um, that we have talent here, those games. So we're looking forward um, to Shane really coming in and utilizing that talent. All right. I, I think you're – I think you're – I think – you know what I think you're doing? What? I think you're not giving Ursay enough credit for actually being a cogent human being. I mean, like, I, like, I thought in that moment he was clearly, like, making a joke about how you don't want to play your hand, you know? You want to show that you're able to do anything. Because he gave that look to Ballard. Like, he heard everybody laughing. He looked at Ballard. He's like, ah, or that Alabama kid looks pretty good. If I were, if I were going to try to be uh, – to try to – guess exactly what he was doing in that moment if he was trying to throw out smoke it would be that look he's got a history with quarterbacks getting banged up and injured either by way of their neck or by way of Andrew Luck his entire body and and he I don't think he likes Bryce Young I think he likes CJ Stroud but if the Texans want to go ahead and spend a bunch of their draft capital trying to trade up because they're paranoid about the Colts going to get Bryce Young, then he'll throw that out there. So I just that he the look he gave Ballard was kind of like, yeah, I get it, I get it. Yeah, we don't want to let anybody know what we're gonna do. So you think that was gamesmanship on the part of Jim Irsay? Yeah, gamesman, half gamesmanship, half him just kind of poking fun at himself about just how they, you know, were like they want to be sure that. They want to be sure that nobody knows exactly what they're thinking. Okay, or what they okay. Do. See, I feel like if I were sitting at a poker table and I looked at the table and said, which of these guys is most likely to just blurt out what his hand is at the poker table, yeah. Jim Irsay is a minus 800 favorite to be that guy at the poker table. I feel like if they genuinely like Bryce Young, if they genuinely like Bryce Young and Irsay said that... I think Ballard has to quit on the spot. I think that well, I think he we've been saying that say, for like, two months. That's it. No, I, what's that? We've been saying that for two. This since they hired Jeff Saturday. I've been no, saying Ballard, Ballard needs to quit, quit on the yeah. spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, except that, except that, because Ursay's so crazy, nobody exactly knows what they <laughs> what they're thinking right now. Yeah. Um, I think, like for him, to, like seriously, think about it. If you step back away from it and let go of any of your preconceptions about Ursay or anything else, like what in saying that the kid from Alabama looks pretty good, does that really is that different than anybody else's opinion? Like every single scout in the NFL thinks that Bryce Young looks pretty good. That doesn't mean you want to trade up for him or that you prefer him over CJ Stroud. There's some there's some scouts out there that really like Bryce Young, but that they are genuinely concerned about his size. They might like Bryce Young a little bit better as a football player, but they just like CJ Stroud is a guy that fits the template more. I agree with everything you're saying about the scouting reports. None of them are blurting it out on a meandering two minute answer at a press conference unprompted. Nobody yeah. asked him how yeah. what do you think of Bryce Young? He's just sitting there blurting and blabbering on and on about how awesome Shane Steichen is and trading up and trading back and trading this and trading that. And, okay. and out, out of nowhere, it goes, the kid from Alabama is pretty good. 
Sean, he's addled, but he's addled like a fox. Okay. And That's all I wanted to hear you say. Every time you think you, he's cagey. I, I don't think. That's what you're saying. In a, in a weird way, okay. yeah. Okay. I think he knows. That people, I think he knows that people look at him kind of like Ozzy Osbourne, okay. um, and just and that, yes. that he, I think he goes with it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Steichen's performance in this press conference, which I will point out was led into by with a five-minute to seven-minute, I call it a speech. He had a, he had a bunch of things written down in front of him of people he was thanking, which I think is good. Gratitude is a good thing. But, boy, he was sobbing throughout yeah. the entire five to seven minutes. They needed to play the Oscars music at some point yeah. and to get him to stop thanking people and to stop crying and just get on with it. I, I felt like this was another one where I, sometimes like when I watch first-round draft picks, I'm like, okay, dude, all right, this, it's cool, and you just got a lot of guaranteed money, but this is just the beginning. Like, you didn't, this is not a lifetime achievement award just now that you, that you won. Like, you've got a lot of work to do. You really haven't, you really haven't proven yourself one bit yet. Uh, I, I felt a little bit like that. Like, Sykin felt like this is the culmination of his career yeah. rather than just the beginning. So, oh. uh, he was a little too sobby and teary. Andy, is, uh, it's a, a, a I was done with him by the end of it. I felt like about three three minutes into it, I'm like, ah, this guy's done. I, no way. I like that my head coach just spoke from the heart and didn't need a piece of paper in front of him. You know? Yeah. D'Amico is just a genuine dude who's up there speaking from the He knows who to thank. He doesn't need a piece of paper to remind him who to thank. He's just up there thanking, the, thanking all the people that are important to him. He's got a yeah. big smile on his face. He's not yeah. sobbing. You know, like, I, I understand, like... I understand the emotion of that moment, probably, but yeah, like they probably should have, like, eventually, like five minutes into him crying, they should have, like, okay, let's come on, let's get to the questions <laughs> was it really here. Five to seven it minutes? felt like it was a long time. It was a long time he was thanking people. Yeah, I did have to go away from. Yeah, I bet it was because I had to keep fast. Minutes. I watched the whole thing, yeah. but I had to. I'm like, okay, the, click through, click through, click through. Given my two minute attention span, I know I. I I clicked onto other stuff at least twice while watching that, so it was at least four minutes long. Yeah, it was long. Yeah. It was long. And here's here's the problem for him, just aesthetically for Shane Steichen, is that if you if all you got were cuts from that press conference, and the very first question was about just his you know his mindset with coaching, he where he was outlining his four pillars. You know, it seems like all these coaches nowadays have either an acronym or a philosophy. You know, yeah. D'Amico's got swarm. Eberflus yeah. had hits. Yeah, uh, Shane like acronyms. They, well, Shane Steichen has four pillars. They aren't necessarily okay. acronyms. But the problem with all the crying was that when he started answering questions, <laughs> he was doing a lot of sniffing. And if you didn't know he was crying for the previous ten minutes, then you would think that this guy is going to get pinched in a drug test at some point. Here is Shane Steichen on his four pillars. They did an unbelievable job going through that process. And really my vision that I shared with them, um, I want to build this thing on four pillars. Our culture is going to be built on four pillars, and one's going to be character. Character is very important to me. We want to treat people with respect, and we want to feed the positive and weed out the negative. And number two is the preparation. I truly believe this. The separation in this league is in the preparation. How we prepare as a football team and an organization Monday through Saturday will ultimately dictate the outcome of a football game. Now, is it going to guarantee us a victory? No, but it's going to give us a fighting chance. I promise you that. And number three is consistency. we got to be consistent, and it starts with us as coaches being consistent with our message to the players and telling them exactly how we want it to look and how we want it to be done. And number four is relentless. 
we got to be relentless in our pursuit to be the best. The best players, the best coaches I've been around are obsessed with their craft, and that's what we want to build here, and that's what we want to get done. Nine, nine sniffs in 58 <laughs> seconds. The guy's know, barely got a septum left anymore. My God. Yep. Yep. Look at Just take a look. <laughs> look at him. Looked like a coked up Nick Foles up there on the podium. He looks like Nick Wright a little bit. Yeah, he, he's looks like Beck. He's he's got a he's got like an aging, stressed out Nick Wright look too. Like Nick Nick looks good on TV. He's got the long hair flowing these days. Seems mm-hmm. he's very happy because the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Yeah, this seems like a version of Nick Wright that's like just got done with a bender, super stressed. He's yeah. actually worried about the quarterback situation with yeah. his team. Yeah, it's uh, it's got to be tough though too. It, it, I think that he does. He he looks kind of like a guy that drinks a, a, a boatload of coffee. Maybe back in the day, he would have smoked a bunch of cigarettes too. Yeah. While they were game planning, nobody does that anymore, obviously. Um, but uh, between him and Gannon, they're probably both incredibly sleep deprived, but not in a joyous way. <laughs> as they showed up, you know, you do a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, you stay this up week, all night. Yeah, you stay up all night thinking about what you could have done differently to win the game. Yes. You hate yourself because that's the way it works. And then all of a sudden, you show up and you got to put on a happy face. That's uh, that's a tough. That's a that's a lot to do. I think that my, my one thing about people with pillars. Because a lot of people I really respect have four pillars, or they use an acronym. Like, obviously, I really respect D'Amico, and I like his acronym, SWARM. Um, except that I think the, the basic, like, primary rule of any kind of presentation, philosophy, anything, is work in three. Groups of three mm. is how humans can grasp three really, really well. Okay. When you get beyond three, it starts to lose its importance. The, the pillars, the four pillars are incredibly seductive, though, to people that give presentations. Mm. They're like, gosh, I've got these three things, but my God, yeah. I really, oh, I just, I just one more thing. How can I present it? Pillars. Yeah. You know, like we all have out in front of our colonial homes somehow. Right, yeah. Right, right. Pillars. Yeah. yeah. So that, uh, there's the four pillars of life, four pillars of education, okay. four pillars of uh, maritime law, four <laughs> pillars of a company, uh, four pillars gin. There's four pillars, all these different ways you can, uh, you can wrap up uh, somebody's philosophy into four pillars. Cut one of those pillars down. Just make it three pillars, okay? Steichen, yeah. this is why you're going to fail a in Indianapolis. I have a tripod of success. Nick Foles is supposedly a tripod. That's what I've heard, too. Yeah. yeah. Seth just rattled all those pillars off off the top of his head, by the way. He was not looking at his computer. He's, just, yeah. he's a big pillar enthusiast. Four pillars of Dominican life. I'm big into that. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, four pillars yeah. of Cuba. Yeah. That's Dominican, the Catholic Dominican, not, right. the, not the actual the not country. Not the Republic, Domin- uh, yeah. Dominican Republic. Yep. Or. All right. So um, so that's what's going on in the AFC South today. Jim Irsay is, uh, is talking about quarterbacks and – Shane Steichen is talking about pillars, and he's sniffing his ass off uh, during his answers because he couldn't Nobody stop knows sobbing. Why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He wasn't sobbing. Sorry. He was mysteriously <laughs> sniffing during all of his answers. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yes, he went to the bathroom right. three times during the press <laughs> during conference. During the press conference. So, excuse me, guys. I just got to collect my thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came back super hyped about Bubba Ventrone one time. <laughs> it was really weird. I got to tell you guys, this city is awesome. <laughs> special team. Special team. You guys have the shrimp? I hear the shrimp is incredible. I can't wait till the combine. I can just, just slip it home during the combine. I can see why they named Elmo. I can see why Elmo is a saint. I can see totally why he's a saint. That shrimp cocktail. All right. Uh, 713-572-4610. That's the trailer wheel and frame text page. Uh, let's shift gears. Hey, by the way, um, 945 today. We've been teasing this on social and on this show. Be listening. We've got a big show announcement today at 945. 
uh, right as about the time we're doing the toss with the guys on In the Loop. So be listening at 9.45 today uh, for the, uh, the big Payne and Pendergast announcement. Um, up next, uh, rumors of a deal for another deal for another Houston Astro, a contract extension. The agent says it's not even close to true. I don't know if I totally believe this agent. We will tell you who it is, what the money amount is, and is it true or not next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.